What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of One Real In. It's uh, it's been a hot minute, but I I hope you're ready for some <gasps> movies. Are you ready, Mark? I'm ready to go. Uh, speaking as always to my left, or actually kind of right in front of me, is a uh, Marco Dupa. What's up, everybody? What's up? All right, so for this episode, we're actually doing a bit of a series here. Very special episode, a very special series about our favorite running man. Not Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ethan Hunt. That's right, folks. We're talking about Mission Impossible. Uh, just to get prepped for the latest Mission Impossible, Fallout, uh, which is coming out in just a... Uh, just a little bit now. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to go back and rewatch all of the Mission Impossible movies. Um, obviously, if if you don't know, Mission Impossible is based on an old TV show from the 60s and 70s. Yep. Uh, it was pretty popular. They brought it back out in the mid-90s uh, as a new action platform. And it's gone on ever since. So, Gone on to <sighs> huge things. Huge, huge success. Some people will say the best action series of all time. Yeah. I mean, it's been, you know, it's been pretty consistent since uh, pretty much the entire series, save for maybe that we'll second go one. Get, we'll, we'll get there. Well, yeah. We'll get yeah. there. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> but first and foremost, this is still the One Beer In podcast. Mm-hmm. And tonight's brew that we're enjoying, I grabbed, uh, I think we've actually had it on the podcast. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure also. I think this is like, a, consider this like a, a classic joint here. Yeah. Because... We're discussing the first film, mm-hmm. a classic, right? And this is in honor of the star, our boy Tom Cruise. Mm. This is the uh, Hop Gun IPA from the Funky Buddha Brewing Company. A classic. That's right. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, I, I think without further ado, let's talk Mission Impossible Brew. Ooh. Mm. You hear that branding, ladies and gentlemen? Let's do it. Took a long time. <sighs> Took her a long time. <laughs> to come up with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. All right. So, I mean, where do we even start? Mission Impossible, first film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think kind of an overlooked classic in a way. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people even consider the first Mission Impossible movie. I think it's the fault of the second one that people don't look further than <laughs> right. the second one. I think a lot of people, yeah, they, they, they gloss right over it. Even in, even when you're talking about Tom Cruise films, mm-hmm. it's just kind of mentioned. You know, they don't yeah. really. It's not like it's explored that much. Yeah, uh, but people don't talk about it enough. Is is my opinion? Right. I mean, obviously, these movies have led on to this huge successful series. But you know, if you go back to the original Mission Impossible, it's. I don't want to use the word grounded, but compared to the other ones, kind of, especially the second one yeah. that we keep bringing up, but especially the second one, it's it's pretty grounded. It's it's kind of a old school, I'd say, spy movie. Can you consider a blockbuster film underrated? Oh, I mean, if I it was know. hugely successful. It was successful in its time, but I, I feel like people don't look back at it enough. No. Look no. back at it. Look, Look back, back at, at it. It, it um, definitely deserves more recognition than what it gets. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if a lot of people realize this, but it was directed by Brian De Palma. Yeah. So that's pretty big credentials right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's why it's like the quality of its... Um, I mean, like you said, it's it's weird to call it grounded 
mm-hmm. especially considering that that insane climax sequence. Right. Uh, oh, we should we should preface by saying spoiler alert. So. Oh yeah, I mean if you, know. you don't if you don't know that we're gonna take a Seinfeldian deep dive into <laughs> uh, the entire series, if you haven't seen these films, first of all, shame on you, shame on you, shame, shame. Go see the go watch the yeah movies. go watch them. Uh, I mean, us. you know, like the these uh, the the movie trailers now are doing this whole thing where they they advertise the Rotten Tomato score, mm-hmm. and so far the newest. Uh, Mission Impossible is sitting at a 93. So that's really good. Uh, that's a pretty big deal, especially for an action movie. Right. A summer blockbuster. Yeah. Critics really, really step up to the plate and just swing for the fences when it comes to summer blockbusters. Mm-hmm. They get out all of their pent up incel <laughs> frustration. It's a, it's a big, uh, I don't know. Fuck them. All right. So, Mission Impossible 1, ladies and germs. I mean, this this is without a doubt. I mean, I, I, when the movie was finished, I was like, I know I've seen this movie a hundred times, but like, I, I, I never watched it, watched it, you know, like mm-hmm. really sat down and really took it in. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not, you're not an incel, which is apparently what movie critics are, Marco. All of them. Every last one of them. Can't have you on any podcast anymore. You can't take me anywhere. All right. Anyway, yeah. I can't be in public. I No, I mean, for me, I uh, I hadn't watched it really as an adult yet mm-hmm. you know I'd, I'd seen it as a kid probably too young yeah because like we were saying it gets really graphic there's <laughs> some spots that are graphic it's pg-13 and it's like i've seen that in radar movies yeah uh yeah so they got away with some stuff there but uh-huh. i mean watching it as an adult what would you say stood out to you most uh i mean first and foremost i mean what a cast yeah I mean, if you've got obviously the man Tom Cruise, mm-hmm. you've got John Voight, right? You've got two heavy hitters right there. Emilio Estevez, yeah, briefly. <laughs> R.I.P. Sort of got Emilio Estevez. You've got Ving Rhames. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. You've Jean got Jean Reno. Jean Reno. Um, those are the biggest names in the film. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, pretty, pretty, pretty heavy hitters in the film. I mean, nowadays you'd consider that a, a, a an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if like half of them didn't die in the first five minutes, but yeah, 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 yeah they all they all kind of bite the dust, don't they? Mm-hmm. The way Emilio gets it, <laughs> it's the which worst. is like, let's just talk about it. Okay. So so um, set the scene. What? How did this movie begin? Well, the the plot's a little. The plot's a little complex for mm-hmm. being a just a simple boneheaded action movie right it's it's more than that it's a, it's it is. a spy thriller I'd for say. sure for sure and i think uh going into it knowing that you know we're talking about one of the best action series of all time mm-hmm. if you just hear that and take that on face value you wouldn't appreciate like just how of a how much of a slow burn this movie mm-hmm. actually is there's, it's not a dumb movie no there's and there's barely any action in it right. really when you when you think about right. it, it's, it's more it's more of a thrill movie, I'd say, yeah, as opposed to an action it's movie. A thriller. So they're trying to infiltrate, and well, they they get into this gala, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Cruise is dressed as some country Democrat. <laughs> they they use that that facial uh, technology that that um, 
they use throughout the the first, mm-hmm. second, and third, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, they continue to use it throughout the entire series. It's one of the staples. Yeah. I mean that that shit is that is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bullshit. I mean, at least in this one, like you can tell it's a mask. Yeah. You know, like you can tell it's makeup. Right. And that's that's what I liked about this one. It's like mm-hmm. it's like I mean, in the second one, it's just horse shit. <laughs> But we'll get to it. We'll get yeah, don't, to it. Don't go Let's there focus. yet. Let's focus. Let's focus. Right. Right? So, Emilio is the, the tech guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's... There's a classic, like, breakdown of, like, a heist movie, you know? Right. You Everybody's have, got their roles. They, everybody has their own special, yeah. you know, things that they're going to do on this mission. Yeah, you've got the planner. You've got the point man. You've got the the women characters who <laughs> you're like, what do they do exactly? Seductress. And, yeah. And then you've oh, got... sexism. The tech guy. Emilio is sitting in uh, on t- on top of an elevator shaft, right? Yeah. Or he's, well, he's in the of, shaft. On he's, top of the elevator. He's in the box. Or he's on top of the box in mm-hmm. the shaft. He's on top of the box, the elevator box, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then the thing... So, okay, so so they're escaping. They've got the information that they need mm-hmm. or whatever. Well, they're trying to keep... Uh, was it the, the, the hidden names of people undercover? The knock list. The knock yeah, list, Yeah, the knock right. list is a list of agents their code names and then who those code names um uh are are or they correlate to or who where they're, they're stationed to. and yeah so yeah. it's basically like a, a, a wildly inconvenient list mm-hmm. of names right. of all these agents and uh somebody's get their hands on it they're gonna sell it to the black market you know the drill right but he's in the shaft on top of the box can you stop saying shaft and box shaft He's eating box, stroking his shaft okay. while he's in the shaft on mm-hmm. top of the box. I'm following, yeah. And then the elevator malfunctions, and it starts to rise. And the way that, like, the way that the practical effects work is like it, it, it's rising at a it, slowly. Mm-hmm. You know, like he can't control it, and he's like everybody's panicking. They're like, "All right, you got to get out of there, Jack. Jack, you got to get out of there. Mm-hmm. You got to stop it, Jack." And it's like <laughs> rising and rising, and then. I don't know these claws at the top of the thing. Well, yeah, he tries to cut the wire to the power, and it goes faster after that. Right, can't and do that. It just zooms straight up, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I guess it's just a like a an electrical thing that's supposed to connect to the top of the elevator. It's like yeah. a little claw. I don't know how I don't know how elevators work. If you know how elevators work, ahead and messages. I've I've never not thought about a claw coming out of the ceiling whenever I'm in an elevator. Right, right. Since then. <laughs> but yeah, just like this mechanical claw comes out of nowhere from the top of the uh, the shaft. Yeah, and Emilio looks straight up and just gets blasted in the in face the by the face. Thing. It just jams right in there. Yeah, and the practical effect makes it, you, you see his face cave in. Yeah, just for a second. Just a split second. But it's enough. Oh, yeah. To haunt your nightmares. That traumatized me as a child. It's fucked up. Yeah. It's really fucked up. Yeah. I don't think people understand trying to stress how fucked up it was. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, excuse me. But then everybody else gets it, Every, too. Yeah, it's just a... a, a Car a bomb. Somebody gets stabbed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, they all get taken out. Death John Voight gets shot. Yeah. Falls into the river. And then uh, Tom Cruise's character, Ethan Hunt... Ethan gets framed for the whole thing because apparently it was like a sting operation mm-hmm. and uh, there was more IMF agents there ready to see, I guess, who made it out alive. And mm-hmm. that would be 
who uh, the mole was in IMF. I guess they they realize that there's a mole in the organization Mm -hmm. and they're trying to uh, weed them out. Yeah. And that was the way that they did it, apparently. Mm -hmm. So if you're still following, (laughs) if you're still with us. uh, These are going to be tough. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, they're just like the plots. It is a it is a complex movie. It's a thriller. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know it's it's a th- it's more of a thinker than you think it is. At least you, the you first said it, one. bud. <laughs> <laughs> the first one definitely is. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. A bit slower paced. It you know it takes its time, but it's also thrilling, like yeah. we were saying before. And if you're following along with the plot, like yeah, you're in it. You're strapped in. Yeah. Like, I th- I think it's I think it's pretty indicative of like movies from the '90s that um other than you know there was the genre of you know big dumb action movies but Mm -hmm. they were only made by sylvester stallone arnold schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger. you know jean-claude van damme yeah uh and that was like they they cornered the market on Mm -hmm. that you know it was it it wasn't like oh let's put an oscar winning or an oscar nominated actor in this blockbuster movie because it's gonna like oh i can't believe that that guy that that thespian is in this action like it's no it's no marvel movie let's just put it that way right so i think it's indicative of that like the fact that you know in the 90s you had those films and then you had you had a lot of you had a a lot more thrillers than you have today Mm. i don't think thrillers can hold people's attention nowadays like they used to you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like back in the day, I mean, think about how many movies that were just like, the almost no action, mm-hmm. all dialogue. Yeah. With these big name actors. Well, yeah, you have to go more to the art house cinema style movie nowadays that to get that same experience. I feel. Yeah. That or it's just a bunch of jump scares and stuff in a, in a thriller nowadays to keep people on the edge of their seat, as yeah. opposed to building the tension and like. You know, uh, kind of setting the stakes. Right. No you know? subtlety in right. in the thrillers today. I'll say. Yeah. No subtleties in all of these movies. So uh, it came out in '96, um, huh. which I means it came out '94. Uh, I just yeah looked up on at least. No, I believe you. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> May twenty second, '96. Hmm. Um, meaning it it was out in the same era as the Pierce Brosnan 007 movies. Mm. Which I, if you look at in comparison, those are way more tongue in cheek. Those are yeah. way more over the top. Dumber. Dumber. Yeah, more action movie. I'd say. Yeah. I mean, there's still that spy thriller. I'd say overall genre tropes of it, but yeah, it's it's done in a much clunkier way. Mm. There are not many 007 movies from that time period that I can look back at in as much reverence as I did when I first saw them yeah. as a kid. You know. Yeah. No disrespect to Pierce Brosnan, we we loved them before, but at the same time, if you look back at them, they're all kind of silly. Yeah, you know, they had their uh, they had they had their time. Yeah, not a bad thing, but just in comparison, I'd say this is a much more grown up movie. Let's just say like they didn't age as well as this movie. No, did. no, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it hasn't aged as well. But um, this movie, I mean, we. Let, well, that was the first thing you said after credits rolled. Yeah. Like wow. This that thing. aged well. Yes. Yeah. Still holds up. It really holds up. Really well. Yeah. So anyway, to continue the storyline, we can go broad strokes here because it gets kind of convoluted. Let's go broad strokes because, yeah. you know, we don't want to take up too much time right. explaining the plot. If you've seen it, you've seen it. You've seen it. But anyway, so yeah, after that entire thing gets fumbled, uh, Ethan's on the look for 
I, I guess a way out. Yeah. Um, so well, he wants he wants proof of who the actual mole is. He wants right, to find the right. He the gets real cornered mole. by uh, was the FBI or the CIA. Yeah. Um. They they put him in this uh, uh, restaurant. Yeah. And he blows it up, runs away. Yeah. As fish die everywhere. Yeah. Um. So he's trying. So he's got to, um, uh, basically prove his innocence. And the only way to do that is to bong, 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 put together a new team and go in, get the real information, find out who the real mole is. Mm-hmm. John Voight's wife survives that entire attack, too. Right. Meets back with him. Right. Uh, they get all flirty. She's crazy hot. Yeah, she is. I guess they imply that they fucked. Yeah. There's yeah. that scene where it like fades out she, slow, and she's like... She like makes like, out with his hand. his hand. Yeah. yeah and, weird. Yeah. Fade to black. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but before the, we get to that, I think that was before. That's before they get the the disc, right? That's yeah. before they get the the mm. floppy. Um, I just gotta say the scene, the scene where uh, the iconic scene mm-hmm. that that everybody you know that you that I say Mission Impossible and what do you think? Tom Cruise hanging mm-hmm. precariously. Just above the floor. Yeah. I just gotta say, when I'm watching, I'm watching it, and I'm like, I know what's gonna happen, but I'm still, still my jaw still clenched. You still can't I'm breathe. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. like it's still like that scene, that iconic scene is still iconic. Mm-hmm. It it still works. It still works. Yeah. It's still so good. The way that they build that tension, it's like. It's like a rubber band that's about to snap. Uh-huh. And you know why it works? Mm. It's all practical effects. It's just right. it's just editing. You know, it's timing. But th- it's not this like big CG explosion bonanza. You get that later. Yeah. But that scene is just it's classic movie making. That's all it is. When it's deadly silent. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's the other part. That's why you like you can't breathe when it's happening. You see him start to sweat and you're like, "Oh god." You're like, "Oh shit. I think I'm sweating." Oh god. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the way that they get there is they assemble the team, including Jean Renault and uh, Ding, uh, Rames. Ding Rames, right? And so, you know, they, they go into the building. They have to get in there to get the data off of a computer that's protected by one guy in a super secure uh, lockdown room within a super secure building. And it's like six levels of security to get into this room. Right can't touch the floor when the guy leaves Mm -hmm. like it's you know temperature pressure sensitive use your imagination and it's one of the security protocols is probably that yeah so uh they go through the air vent do the whole drop down thing Mm -hmm. it's awesome jean reno 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 jean reno jean reno janet reno janet reno jean reno is their whole it was one thing that was there was a couple of things that that it bothered me a little bit that one where like i was actually thinking about it when i brought it up while we were watching it mm-hmm. and then i started i was thinking about it after the fact and uh i realized so gina reno is holding up uh tom cruise with his bare hands uh-huh he's he's holding the rope with his with his own strength mm-hmm. and i realized that 
There was a rigging system, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. A rigging system to kind of to hold him there. He had the lapel thing, or not the lapel, but rappel. <laughs> the lapel. <laughs> uh, yeah. The rappel thing on his on his uh, waist that you have with mountain climbers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I realized uh, it's not really a plot hole because the way, like, if they needed to, if something went wrong and he had to snatch him back up, mm-hmm. if he just hooked him to the thing and then just let his hands go... He wouldn't be able to get him up as fast, right? Right. Because if he's just hooked to the thing, and then he's like, "Give me, give me," he's got to unhook the thing and then, then pull. pull him up. Right. So I, I, I imagine that's just me trying to uh, <laughs> Pl- uh, cover up that hole. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's why. Okay. That, that is what it is. Right. He's got his knife on him, his mm-hmm. signature knife. Right. That Johnny was, Ramone. Johnny Ramone. Uh-huh. That we see later on. Uh, you know, it's pretty important. It drops out of his pocket, hits the desk. It's super intense. A guy comes back, finds it. He's all freaked out about it. Looks on his computer, finds that they downloaded a file. So the knife doesn't even fucking matter. Right, right. Just a thing to kind of like freak you out, Mm -hmm. the audience member, whatever. So, but that scene. Yeah. Big, big scene. Crazy Mm -hmm. scene. They They do get away. It's almost like a lot of stuff is just like... Well, that's convenient. Right. And then whatever. Yeah. They make it out. Yeah. Uh I I don't wanna I don't wanna like, you know, go step by step, scene by scene. Uh-huh. I wanna just kinda overview it. Okay. Right? Yeah, because if you've seen it, you've seen it. Right. So the other I'd say the other big uh standout is the finale. Yeah. So after, you know, they finally get all the pieces of the puzzle together. And they're on the train that's going to go down the channel. The channel. The channel. Um, and so Jean Renault is in a helicopter uh-huh. behind them, following them. Uh, John Voigt does his double cross, uh-huh. kills the wife who uh, Ethan Hunt was into. Mm-hmm. and Pops right in the belly. Oh, right in the belly. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so there's this chase scene on top of the train. On top of the high-speed train. Yeah. And even though some of the effects don't hold up so well, the amount, like, the the sense of speed on yeah. top of the train still holds up to me. Yeah. Like, that, just the how fast the wind is blowing. You see their faces distorting in mm-hmm. the wind, and, like, it looks intense. Yeah. So, like, that stuff still holds up to me. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's still a lot of tension with that, and, you know, eventually they get the helicopter like uh locked up to the train so the train has to go inside the channel with them uh-huh. and uh yeah i mean that entire thing even though it is obviously like blockbuster fodder uh it it's still done in a way that i feel kind of uh oh classy yeah you know it, it's not I, grotesque it's right you, it works it's it's you earn it yeah, at the end, like, it's been it, building right. That entire it's the time. climax, and finally, all this tension releases, and you've got this huge action set piece, and you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know who's going to make it out, mm-hmm. and the action ramps up tenfold from the rest of the film. Right. So it's it's a payoff, right? For sure, and it's it's sort of a, a double uh, double whammy because inside the train there's its own drama going on with right. Bing Rames t- trying to block the signal right. of the payment 
to uh, the, the payment transfer so that they get the knock list, right. the bad guys. So he's given the knock list to, to a, a set of bad guys. Right. Max is her code uh, name. As far, but it, that was more of like a, um, a misdirection mm-hmm. than it was anything else. Right. So that's another that's another cool thing that you, I mean you kind of like you're watching and you're like wait he just kind of he just gave him the list right. he just like went and did it right like just gave him the list mm-hmm. and then you're like well no obviously not he's the ultimate good guy yeah so there's another plan that's kind of another thing that you that you that you come away from has Tom Cruise ever played a villain I don't know I don't. I don't think so. I think he's been a face his whole career. I mean, he was... He's never been the heel. He was a vampire. I don't know if that counts in an interview with a vampire. No, because there was more than one, and it wasn't like he was going around, like, murdering people, right? Give them eternal life. Yeah. (laughs) That's not murder, right? But has he been the antagonist? I don't... The bad guy. I don't think so. I can't remember a time he has been, if he has. Yeah, me neither. Uh, Oh. Yeah, I wow. Don't think, I don't think he has been. We have to go through his filmography. Yeah. I'm going to go through his filmography and see if he's ever been. I don't think he's ever been the bad guy. Not that I can remember. But yeah, especially in these films, he's the ultimate, ultimate good guy. Yeah. Ultimate good guy. Yeah. So, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a set piece that, like, like we said, it, it pays off. You earned it. It feels good. It's like a release. It's like taking a piss after a long day. Oh, yeah. You just, it's just oh, like, a, oh, thank you. This that release. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, I mean, shit, man. At the end of it, everything just kind of falls into place. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, oh, oh. The, uh, the John Voight death. <laughs> oh, yeah. So good. Oh, buddy. So satisfying. Oh, buddy. Yeah, he's he's hooked to the train, and and you know there, we have the whole chase action mm-hmm. sequence on the train. Right. Then the the helicopter starts to come down. Uh, I guess he it, what is he? Oh oh, he's trying to he's trying to cut Ethan with the with the top of the blades. Right, and it and the back blades hit the top of the tunnel. Right, uh-huh. so it it drops down a bit. Right. Then it starts to kind of go haywire or whatever. Right. John Boyd is at this point underneath the the skid of yeah. the helicopter, yeah, just holding on. Um, so the fucking thing crashes. John Boyd again. It's another one of the, it's another scene where it's that '90s subtlety mm-hmm. where it's a split second, but they do. I like the fact that they went through the trouble of whatever they needed to do to get this scene to work mm-hmm. and then they only show you a split second of mm-hmm. it just enough to let you know like this happened he's we dead. did this yeah he's fucking dead yeah he slams on those tracks so, <laughs> so hard, hard and just disintegrates <laughs> His body explodes it's amazing yeah because john Foyt's such an asshole uh-huh. after you find out that you know he's done he, like a triple cross he, right he hits that ground, and you're just like, yes, yes, yes. That's Blood. so satisfying. So satisfying. What a yeah. way to go. What and, a way to go. Uh, that's that's another thing I want to bring up. This movie's really good at doing the thing of, um, like showing showing the weapon, showing the tool, and then showing what it does later on. You know, that's like a, a rule of cinema where you can't just show the sword and never use it. You know, right? You can't show it off and then never get to it. That's right. completely unsatisfying, right? Right. If in the beginning of the movie you're saying this is the sharpest sword in the world, 
in the world it'll cut anything and then it's never unsheathed mm-hmm. no yeah, you we, can't do that we want to see that shit exactly so they do the, that with the uh the the gum bomb so he uses yeah, it twice yeah, in the movie twice. he uses it in the beginning with when he tries to run away from the the agents that are coming after him uh-huh. and then he uses it at the end to blow up the helicopter right that's how the helicopter goes down right yeah. Which I still think they missed the opportunity to, for him to say, chew on this. Chew on this. <laughs> chew on this. Maybe that would be too much. I mean, I'm going through his filmography, and I can't see where he's just straight up the bad guy. You know? Yeah, I don't I don't think he was. I Yeah, I don't think he ever was. Because yeah. most of the time, he's the lead character. Yeah. He's a lead actor. So you don't put a lead actor as a protagonist or antagonist i mean yeah yeah it's probably in his contract somewhere too like he will never play the bad guy yeah i bet he's like nope don't try me son i'm not gonna be a bad guy yeah (sighs) let's see yeah yeah nope uh the same guy who directed the new uh mission impossible directed rogue nation that's Mm -hmm. good cool and jj abrams did three right yes jj abrams did three brad bird did ghost protocol Mm -hmm. that's interesting yeah didn't know that i mean i i don't think this series gets enough respect period no absolutely not that much talent behind the scenes and in front of the camera like you're, you're bound to get something good something good has to come out of that yeah bless you thank you um yeah i i yeah definitely it's it it i guess it's because you know they don't make a huge deal about the movies Mm -hmm. as far as like hey i mean like it's it's not as if it's like a yearly thing or a bi-yearly thing right you know like they just make another one like oh another mission impossible is coming out and Mm -hmm. then you're like oh man what a great movie but like with Fast and Furious, for instance, those movies are are starting to come out every year, year and a half. Yeah, Marvel, the Mar- uh, the MCU movies are coming out every year. There's, right. There's a movie or twice a year. <laughs> Excuse me, or twice a year. Right. They're like ramping up, mm-hmm. and this is a film series where, you know, they're making the right choices. It feels like they just make them when they have an idea, right? And, they, and that's they can. you know that kind of freedom. I mean, obviously you can afford that kind of freedom when you got a guy like Tom Cruise at the helm. Yeah. And it seems like he's game to do it over and over again. Yeah. And he's, I mean, ever since the first film, he's been a producer on the films. Mm-hmm. So I think he has a lot of control over when they come out, who the director mm-hmm. is, who the stars are, blah, blah, yeah. blah, which, you know, if, if he has as much control as I think he does, mm-hmm. says a lot about Tom Cruise the person yeah it's like i mean you can you can say whatever you want about him in his personal life but i'll be damned if you try to talk shit about him as an actor tom yeah. cruise is the fucking man he's man. just so likable he's awesome yeah he's awesome okay yep uh, like this is a pure example of where we're gonna we're gonna split between the the entertainer and the the and the man <laughs> that's, yeah, like, that's true yeah yeah no 100 percent. yeah like yeah. i mean i don't even think about him as a human being no off screen when i see him as ethan hunt and maybe that's i mean maybe that has a little to do with it maybe you know maybe that's why he's like i don't know maybe that's why he's so crazy it's like people like i'm a human being (laughs) (laughs) i poop damn it (laughs) i don't even see him doing that i can't say all i can see him doing is running 
Yeah. Just running from place to place. He's got a great run. He's got a great run. Yeah. Top how five he, runs of all time. people have a great run? Even some actual runners yeah. look goofy running. Yeah. This guy, it's like he practices. He has to I practice, bet he does. Right? I bet he, he has does. To. He has his own gym. He just stands in front of the mirror. And just runs. <laughs> just making sure it looks it looks awesome mm-hmm. every time he does it. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks like, no joke, when he runs top speed, it looks like he's going like 40 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just looks and so it, fucking it's, it's, crazy. It's not only that. It's like his run is so symmetrical. Right. You know? Like, I feel like each arm goes up exactly the same amount. Yeah. Each leg goes up exactly yeah. the same. It looks like a gazelle. It's like he has... Uh, like tension bands around his arms and legs yeah, to make sure like it's not going any further. The the degrees are the same. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like he's always had that too. Yeah. There's not a movie I've seen him run in, which are most of his movies oh, that yeah. he looks goofy. Yeah. No, he's never, never. No. Maybe once early on in his career, someone was like, you run kind of funny. Weird. And he was like, never again, <laughs> never again. Hit the train montage. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it, it is, a certified classic. Absolutely. If you had to rate it on our scale, six out of six bottle caps. Uh, ah, man, that's it's so hard to say without the context of the rest of the movies, I know. But as a film, standalone, yeah, on its own. By itself. What would you rate it? I mean, it gets nothing less than a five and a half. Mm. Maybe even a six. Okay. Like, I can't. I mean, there's just, it's. It's near flawless thriller action movie. Yeah. It's just fantastic. I agree. Uh, yeah, I'd probably give it a 5.5. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, I I don't see many places for improvement. I think it's one of those just solid top-to-bottom movies that you can watch whenever, mm-hmm. really. The one thing that I will say as far as the rewatchability of it, um, the only thing that hurts it is its complexity. I feel like it's not like... Uh, a a good fellas that you can just put on at any point and be like I know what's going on at this point you know right it doesn't have that sort of status it's not that kind of film so I feel like you need to watch it when you want to watch it yeah but um yeah unless you've seen it a couple times and you're not really concerned with the plot like it if you're not paying attention it's a little hard to follow yeah and then get away from you the the um lack of action scenes throughout will be a bummer yeah if you're not following the story yeah so that's sort of the only thing I would I'd caution people on. Yeah. So I guess that stops us from giving it the full success. Right. And that's not even a bad thing necessarily overall. I'm just saying it's it's not one of those kind of movies. Yeah. And I think that's kind of kept it from being a like, you know, more well known like Die Hard mm-hmm. sort of certified classic. Just something but, to pay attention to. Yeah. Keep that a, in mind if you're gonna pop this in. Pay yeah. attention. Pay attention. Yeah. Don't watch it when you're sleepy. Yeah. Um. But yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much it for Mission Impossible 1. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back with more Mission Impossible Brew going yeah. into MI2. That's right. Is that a certified classic, Mark? How do you feel about it? I can't wait to talk about it. All right. Well, uh, I don't really know how to close this, baby. How should we close it? Bum 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 bum. Just fade out. Bum 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 bum. Good night, everybody. <laughs>